0: learning together, praying together, bearing one another's burdens, and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen
1: to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you.
2: Yes, good evening, thank you so very much for joining us again for another episode of uh, the meetings of the Readers Club. Today, we are meeting to read chapter 10 from the book Pilgrim's Progress by John Boyan. Chapter 10 is titled The Hill Difficulty, and in this episode, uh, we follow the adventures, if I may call it the adventures of, of Christian who now is met. Uh, with another challenge and well let's see what we can learn from this thank you so very much to everybody at gospelbellsradio.com thank you very much you can be a part of this by using the whatsapp widget on, on, on our page just tap that whatsapp widget send a voice note or call into the studio and for our friends here in the virtual studio thank you so very much and thank you so very much we're expecting more people to join us in the virtual studio well, we're always glad to have people here at gospelbestudy.com as well. Okay, let's begin. We are going to sing our prominent hymn for this study. We are marching to Zion. So if you are ready, do join us. If you are at gospelbestudy.com, you have right there on our page the PDF. You can open it and follow us. You can follow the, the hymn singing and the reading as well. We are marching to Zion. Let's sing it together.
3: we that love the lord and let our joys be known
4: join in a
3: song with sweet accord join in a song with sweet accord and thus around the throne and thus around the throne we're marching to Zion, to beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. Let, Let those refuse to sing. Never knew a God, but children of the heavenly king, but children of the heavenly king, may speak their
4: joys abroad,
3: may speak their joys abroad.
2: You we are marching to Zion, the beautiful city of God. Okay, I'll invite Mr. Fumbi Chokoya to say the opening prayer. Mr. So Fumbi, please, the opening prayer. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Thank you very much, sis.
0: Hello.
2: Yes, we can hear you. Opening Hello. prayer. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hello. Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear We can hear you. Open. say the opening prayer, please. Jesus,
5: thank you. Amen. Okay, in the
1: mighty name
2: of Jesus. Amen.
0: Our Father, my Lord, we give you thanks.
2: Thank you, Lord. Give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord,
0: for giving us the privilege once again to life Mm -hmm. To ask, O Lord, that you grant us understanding. Amen. You will open our hearts
2: to receive,
0: even by reading this book.
2: Amen. In the mighty
0: name of Jesus. Amen.
2: We, on a daily basis, consecrate to God, closer and nearer to you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That your will and purpose for our existence to be made manifest Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Go with
0: us, Lord, as we go through this book tonight. Thank you. And your Lord. presence to be felt amongst us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Every step of the way, Lord, we ask for more understanding. Amen. We ask for wisdom.
2: Amen. We ask for knowledge. Amen. Even as we discuss, Amen. For this book in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
1: And also Lord, that
2: when we come back tomorrow, we'll be better people. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Him, our Redeemer, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you so very much. Says God bless you. Very good. Okay, so for those who are started this this journey with us, because as Christian journeys, so are we journeying along with Him, and we started from the city of destruction. I okay. uh, studied about obstinate and pliable, uh, Christian in the swamp of the spond, Christian meetly, meeting Mr. Wadley Wiseman, Christian at the narrow gate, Christian uh, in the house of the interpreter, Christian at the foot of the cross, Christian coming acor- across simple sloth and presumption, and Christian. Coming across formalist and hypocrisy. You know, the further we go in this book, uh, the more difficult it will be for us to do uh, a summary of everything that we have read for for the sake of time. So, I'm going to invite uh, our dear sister now to Tawuniga uh, to do a summary of what we started last week. Just last week, that's last Saturday and last Sunday. Uh, that's um, Christian coming across simple sloth and presumption, and Christian coming across uh, formalist and hypocrisy. Tito, are you are you ready?
0: Yes, I am. Good evening.
2: Good, good, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us again.
0: All right, thank you. Sir. Okay. And say good evening to everyone in the house.
2: Good evening.
0: Um, just a summary of um, what we uh, thought this for last year. Yes. Uh, we we saw Christian journey. We met um, sinful thoughts and presumption. Yes. we were apparently And obviously in bondage, but they themselves did not realize it. Mm. And um, they were not even ready. They were not bothered about it. They were not ready to be helped out of um, their pitiful situation. Um, They could not see the danger around them. They were not concerned about it. They were less bothered about it. And um, they were not even ready to receive help as offered by Christian, mm. Even though Christian was the one troubled, you know, that men in such danger should so little regard the kindness which is so freely offered. They themselves did not see any trouble, just like some of them said, that yeah. see no trouble. And one of them was like, well, there may be trouble. He didn't say but from his response, we could see that what he was trying to say is that there may be trouble but you like, can just take a little bit of sleep. sleep, yeah, exactly. And then um, the other one, the third person was like, please, uh, mind your business. Everybody, every sub will stand on its
3: right,
2: own.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, so this way, the attitude of those men. And um, the lesson you could draw from them was that they were in danger they could not see they were not bothered about it and they were not even ready to accept help even when there was someone trying to wake them from their slumber Mm -hmm. trying to warn them and trying to remove them trying to remove their fetters they could not carry so so moving on we met again with families and hypocrisy yes in the bible if we start with the bible the bible describes them as um, a thief and robber mm-hmm. we see them that they were born in the land of vain glory and because they are custom to always make a short cut to climb over the wall so they are not ready to go through the right path but they are always looking for a short cut. Mm. The fastest way, we never do it. Because Christian asked them that, do you think your this is your practice to stand the trial at law?
5: Mm.
0: And you know they were even trying to say to Christian that uh, what's the difference between him and them? Yeah. That there is actually no difference between him. It's just that it's just that the notice he has a jacket, a coat rather. Yes. Maybe it must have been given to him by his neighbors to cover his head. Mm-hmm. But Christian was also quick to point him out to the fact that he's not only having that jacket, he's not only having the coat,
5: mm-hmm.
0: that there's also um, a mark on his forehead. Exactly. And he also has a proof that he's helping him as he needs to do it on the journey. So even when Christian made them, me, it was trying to make them realize that this was, I mean, the only way was through the narrow gate. They were like, anyway, like um, let me use a common um, language that anyway, they,
2: anyway is the way.
0: Then, yeah. them, <laughs> they felt that the um, Christian came into the narrow gate. They came over the wall, but they are all on the way. So mm-hmm. that that was what matter. But it then helped uh, made them to realize that there is only one way, and that that way that they believe that because they were even boasting of that way that they have so many witnesses to um, to that way. But we see that in Christian um, pointed out to them that there is no other way. That if they have to get to the celestial city. Mm-hmm. They have to go through that one way. And they were they cared less actually. They were not ready to listen to what um Christian had to say. So Christian continued on the Exactly. That's just the summilow after this last
2: week last week thank you so very much and and, and that that's an accurate summary of what we st- what we read and discussed last week simple sloth and presumption those three characters and also uh, formalist and hypocrisy okay now i invite you all let's omit um, our microphones if you if you're in a good place and let's read uh the permanent memory verses for uh, for this book 1 Peter 2, 11 Hebrews 11.13, 11, Matthew 7.13-14. Those who are at gotoberstudio.com, uh, just open that PDF and you can follow uh, the memory verses and the reading as well. After this, we are going to invite our sister, Delmi, uh, Janie, to read today's passage, which is titled, The Hill Difficulty. I think we are going to have a fantastic discussion today. Uh, so many profound lessons from, this, uh, from today's chapter. Okay, are we ready? Let's read together the memory verses. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. First Peter 2, 11 These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, we are assured of them. Embrace yeah, them, them and confess that Embrace they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth.
6: pilgrims on
2: earth. Enter by the narrow gate, the
6: narrow, for yeah, wide is the gate, way,
2: and yeah. broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it.
6: Leads to going by it,
2: because narrow is the gate, and difficult, is the, and difficult is the way which leads to life,
6: and there are, yeah, few, and there are few, few who find, find it. it. Matthew,
2: 7, mm-hmm. Matthew seven thirteen to 14 Yeah, thank you so very much. Okay, now let's read together today's text, The Hill Difficulty. Uh, Dilma, are you ready?
1: Yeah, good evening. Good evening, everyone.
2: Good evening, thank you for joining us again.
1: Thank you for having me. I read, The Hill Difficulty. I beheld then that they all went on until they came to the foot of the hill difficulty, at the bottom of which was a spring. Here there also were two other ways beside the path, which came straight from the narrow gate. One turned to the left hand and the other to the right. However, the narrow way went straight up the hill difficulty. Christa now went to the spring and drank to refresh himself and then began to go up the hill, saying, the hill, though high, I choose to ascend. The difficulty will not me offend, for I perceive the way to life lies here. Come, take heart, let's neither fate nor fear. Better, though difficult, the right way to go. than wrong, though easy, where the hand is wall. The other two men also came to the foot of the hill when they saw that the hill was very steep and high, and they there were two other easier ways to go. And supposing that these two ways might meet again on the other side of the hill, with the same hard way that Christian chose, they resolved to go in those easy paths. Now the name of one of those ways was danger, and the name of the other, destruction. So one took the way called danger, which led him into an enormous, bewildering forest, and the other took the way to destruction, which led him into a wide field full of dark pits where he stumbled and fell and rose no more. I then looked at Christian going up the hill, there because of the steepness of the hill. I saw the went from running to walking and from walking to crawling on his hands and knees. Now about midway to the top of the hill was a pleasant harbor made by the Lord of the hill for the refreshment of weary travelers. When Christian arrived there, he sat down to rest. He then pulled the school out of his bosom and wrecked his comfort. He also began to examine the garments that were given him while at the cross. First refreshing himself for a while, he at last fell into a slumber. And thence into a sound sleep, which delayed him there until it was almost night. While asleep, screw fell out of his hand. Now, as he was sleeping, one came and accord, awakened him, saying, "Go to the ants, you sluggard! Consider our ways, and the wise." With that, Christian suddenly jumped up hurried on his way until he came to the top of the hill.
2: Thank you so very much. Another another relatively short uh, passage, but again loaded with lessons and many things for us to, to reflect on. Thank you, Deomi. Thank you very much. Okay, we have a number of verses to ponder on, but as we look at our questions, our discussion questions, we'll be going back to them. we we'll go back to those, uh, to those uh, verses to ponder on. And I, and I invite everybody in the virtual studio, uh, feel free to unmute your microphone and contribute. Uh, just uh, just interject and contribute and make it as lovely as possible. Uh, for people at gospelblessed.com, yes, just... Use the WhatsApp widget and join us in discussion. Thank you for those who have uh, just joined us since uh, we started. Dr. Uh, Gwali uh, thank you very much. Okay, I saw look again, Laos. Thank you very much, and we Oyedile as well. Good, good, good. Thank you for making the time. Okay, the first, the first uh, discussion question. We want to engage with? Yeah, and. Please feel free to go to any of those questions. We are looking. Let's look at Christian's decision first. Uh, they all remember that from last week they were traveling together. Although at some point they were not discussing any longer. Christian was not speaking uh, with uh, formalist and hypocrisy, but they all, of course, con- continued on the journey. And then they got to the foot of the ill difficult, uh, the ill difficulty. So Christian made a decision, right, to ascend the hill difficulty despite its steepness and difficulties. He made that decision to, ask, to ascend that hill. Uh, let's read first. Let's read first. Um, these are some of the verses for, uh, for us to ponder on before we invite anyone to attempt that, uh, to lead that discussion. Uh, verses to ponder on uh, Psalm 121, 1 to 2. Uh, anybody available to, to read? Psalm 121. Yes. 1
7: to 2. Yes. It says, um. just a minute, please. Okay. Psalm 121.
2: It's on the screen, though.
7: I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Yes. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth.
2: Mm. Thank you. Hebrews. Hebrews from,
7: okay. Go ahead. Hebrews 12, 1-2 okay. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles mm-hmm. and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith.
2: Okay. Psalm so eighteen thirty three. 33.
7: Psalm he makes my feet like the feet of a deer. Mm. He causes me to stand on the heights. Isaiah 40.31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint.
2: And not be faint. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Sister B. Okay, so, so, let's look at this. Let's discuss this point. When Christian got to the foot of the hill, he did something. If you notice, what, what did he do? And then he determined to ascend the hill. What What can we learn from that? What does it? What, what lessons can we draw from that? And looking at the verses that we that we just read,
7: he refreshed himself. He drank. He went to the spring and drank.
2: Exactly. And refreshed himself. And he, and he refreshed him. Thank you very much. So so I mean so drawing the spiritual parallel. What do you think he refreshed himself on? That spring. Um, what would you say it represents? <laughs> yeah.
7: The word of God says that I uh, withdraw water from the from the I'll draw water from the is it the deep? Mm. I withdraw water from the spring. The water, I believe it's from the word of God. Exactly. Yes.
2: So, I, yeah, I, I, and I agree with you. I believe, I believe that uh, that will be representative of the promises the of well,
7: God. I will draw water from the well of salvation. Of
2: salvation, yes. Isaiah 12. Yes. yes. Exactly. Exactly. I will draw water from the wells of salvation. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank, exactly. So so before Christian climbed that hill, he, he went to the spring, he refreshed himself, and then he determined to to climb the hill. Any other contribution there? Hmm. Because I, I Is really, it from
7: me or from
5: yeah, I think
2: it's from no, everyone. No, yeah from, from everyone, not from you, not from, you. Yeah. <laughs> from everyone exactly. <laughs> Thank <you for> that. <laughs> from everyone because when I read it I really loved the fact the the inclusion of the spring uh, that he Mm -hmm. refreshed himself on before going on the hill I mean the writer could have said that he got to the hill he was so determined he just kept going he just kept going on the hill because it was a difficult hill to climb so he did not uh, he did not make light of it it was a difficult hill to climb yet uh, he, he determined to climb it but before doing that he went to that spring and he refreshed himself and, and I love this, you know, Psalm one that we just read, I will lift up my eyes yeah. to the mountains. Where does my help come from? So uh, that's symbolizing that before Christian uh, climbed that hill, it was a difficult hill to climb, yet uh, he, he <laughs> lifted his eyes to the east. At least he, he looked for refreshment from somewhere. From somewhere. Yeah.
5: Yes.
2: Yes. So th- th- if you are
7: using these scriptures that we have um, read, yeah. mm. they they... Lifting up our eyes to the mountains to get help, and mm. the help comes from the Lord. It shows that uh, before we undertake any task, mm. we have to look unto the author and finisher of our faith, which, who is our Lord, yeah. the one that is above the mountains, that gives us the help that we need. Exactly. And, um, he's the one that will sustain us through that difficulty that we're about to. Um, to encounter or that we are encountering, are we
2: encountering that we are that we're we yeah. facing and we have to confront we are facing. exactly? Yes. thank you very much. Is the
7: one that we make our feet, you know, to climb the mountain, you mm. need a special kind of feet, exactly <laughs> the feet of a, deer, of a deer, you know, that can <laughs> stand on the height so that you will not stumble, you will not fall, or feel, or falter. It's mm. the one that equips us for that task ahead. For the task so ahead, it's very important to put him first to Mm -hmm. seek help from him because he's the one that will give you the faith required, the strength required, Mm -hmm. the determination required to go through um, that difficulty.
2: That difficulty. To climb up. Exactly. Thank you very much. We have this contribution on WhatsApp. Thank you, sis, for joining us. She has written there saying he knew it wasn't an easy task and he needed strength. And that's so correct. Yeah. It wasn't an easy task. And I think the lesson we can learn is uh we are we are confronted with something that looks like a hill, like a mountain. Uh the Christian ought to not to run away, not to say, ah, this is too so difficult for me, but just go and refresh yourself in the in the great promises of God. Psalm 18.33 that Sister B. has referred to right now. It makes my feet like the feet of a deer. It causes me to stand on the ice. You know, you read something like that and you say, well, yes, the Lord is going to strengthen me. You read Isaiah 40.31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar and wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And then you say to yourself, well, who art thou, old mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you will made a plain. And that's so true. I think we can draw so many lessons from this. You know, the strength that comes from reflecting on the great promises of God, the strength that comes from reflecting on the great promise of God. Uh, so, so, so many wonderful things. And I think that is what uh, Christian reflected himself on. Uh, that was what made him uh, so determined to climb and to, and uh, 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 not to mind that the the hill was so steep. He climbed up. Is that for me? Do you want to say something? Okay, in fact, I wanted to refer to Psalm 94 verse 19 as well. Is this in the multitude?
0: <laughs> yes. I I go. also refer to the Hebrew passage. Okay. Hebrew 12,
2: 12, 12. Yes.
1: In line with the...
2: Go, go ahead. Okay, I, I think your your connection is just... Anyway, your mic is still on, but we can't hear you. Okay, I see uh, a contributor here from gospelbestudio.com. Okay, this is a US number, but I don't have the name. But okay, exactly. I, first Samuel 36, yes. First Samuel 36, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Thank you so very much. Please, I would like to have your, your name if, if, if you don't mind. David encouraged himself in the Lord. And that's so true, you know, because I remember where this verse uh, came from. Uh, David and had just suffered a huge defeat. Uh, he knew that he had to go after, you know, the invaders to recover the things that had been taken forcefully. That was a difficult, I mean, that must be something like a difficult ill as well. But he encouraged himself in the Lord. And how do we encourage ourselves in the Lord by by feeding on his word, by feeding on his word? Psalm 94, verse 14, in the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comfort delights my soul. Like I, I mean, uh, difficulties can bring to our heart so many anxieties, but uh, the Taking comfort in the word of God, we indeed uh, bring delight to the soul. Okay, so if you want to make further contribution on that, feel free to do so. Can always draw us back. But uh, what we are looking at now, what we just examined, Christians' determination to ascend the hill difficulty despite its steepness. It's always important to look at that text again. It says, and "I beheld then that they all went on until they came to the foot of the hill difficulty." At the bottom of it was a spring. Here, there also were two other ways besides the path which came straight from the narrow gate, one to the left, one to the right. Christian now went to the spring, drank to refresh himself, and then began to go up the hill. See, he did not even look at those other two ways. He refreshed himself, and thank God that we all have agreed that in refreshing himself there, he actually refreshed himself on the good, uh, the good reliable, on failing promises of God we always say that uh, the promises of God are bankable we can take them to the bank it will never fail because he who promised is faithful okay now let's look at the next one the choice of paths we have read there that at the foot of the hill uh, there was a narrow road the one coming from the narrow gate it went straight up the hill Uh, Christian took that path but there were two other paths as well one to the right one to the left And now we're asking the class, everyone and people at gospelbestudio.com, analyze the choices presented to Christian at the foot of the hill and their symbolic meanings. Let us analyze those choices presented because when Christian got there, he had a choice either to go to, to continue to follow the narrow path straight up the hill or to go to the right or to the left. Analyze the choices presented to Christian at the foot of the hill and their symbolic meanings. The narrow way, one led to a place called danger, and that led to a place called destruction. So uh, as we think about that, let's invite uh, anyone available. Is, um, uh, Sister Esther, are you available to read? Let's read uh, the Matthew seven thirteen to 14 and Proverbs 14-12. Matthew 7 is one of those uh, permanent verses that we've been reading. Uh, at the beginning of this study, as we consider this next question, the next question, the next discussion question is: Are those options presented to Christian at the foot of the of the hill the one narrow and going up the hill, the one to the right, to one to the left? Let us analyze those choices. Okay, Matthew seven thirteen to fourteen. Anyone available to read Matthew seven thirteen to fourteen? I read it. Okay, go ahead, man. Good, good. Thanks.
6: Enter through the narrow gate Yes. For so wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to I destruction. For and many enter through it. But small is the gate that and narrow the road that leads to life. And only if you find it. Okay. Matthew seven thirteen to fourteen.
3: Very
2: good. Now read Proverbs fourteen twelve two.
6: It says there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leaded, it leads to death.
2: Exactly, that is
6: destruction, according to
2: the text. Mm -hmm, Exactly, you're right. Mm -hmm. That's destruction because we know that one of the other uh, parts one led to danger, the other one to destruction. Mm -hmm. So, so what would you say about the choices presented to Christian at the foot of the hill?
8: May I say something, brother?
2: Okay, go ahead.
8: I, I I mean I think the first question which was the decision to go up the hill and the second one that has got to do with to do with choices mm. are actually linked. Good. And I'm so happy that we are taking one immediately after the other. Yeah. The beauty of the book Pilgrims Progress to me. Mm is that it addresses fundamental conceptual issues in the Christian life. And the first thing that I would like to stress tonight is a question of decision. The Christian life is not a random life. It's a life of decisions made and decisions stuck with. Exactly. And following that, it is a life of choices based on the decision made. Now, until those decisions are made, the choices will be randomly wrong. they will always be random and they will always be wrong.
5: Mm,
8: exactly. Now, when I use the word always, I use the word in terms of the outcome, not even in terms of the process, because we now see in that Matthew chapter seven and in Proverbs chapter fourteen mm. that within the context of making wrong choices, there is always the deceit of seemingness yeah. It seems. Now, but it will never seem so if the decision had been made because there is a a world of difference between those things that seem right and the decision in righteousness. There is a world of difference once you make that decision. But once you don't make that decision, then there is a seemingness about these things that will eventually captivate your mind, bring you on the path, and lead you to the end That is undesirable. Exactly. So let me try to round off this way. It is contingent upon the believer to understand the decisions already made in the Christian life. It is those decisions that will determine the choices that we will then make when we get to these junctions of life. Mm. If a man does not have those decisions already made, so for example, we were told of a man like Billy Graham, Mm. that he had a, a grahams rule yeah that he would never be behind a short dog with another
2: woman who's not, who is his, not wife. his wife exactly
8: now the truth is was he living according to mere mosaic law no it was a breath of the spirit into his conscience that helped him to understand that there is no clear defense for him as a christian man To be uh, frolicking Mm. for whatever reason with a woman behind shut doors who is not his wife, Mm -hmm. that though it may seem safe, it may seem harmless, but ultimately it will be a pathway of danger leading to destruction. I just give that sort of example. Mm. Look at Daniel. He decided that he will not eat the food of the king or the portion of the wine that he drank. He did not stop anybody else from doing so. Mm -hmm. But he knew that if according to what he had learned from from Psalm 137, that he will not sing the Lord's song in a strange land,
2: that
8: he will not be so captivated that he will lose his identity. Then he said, no, I will not eat this food. But you see, everybody else who ate the food, they did well in Babylon in their own way, but they were completely forgotten. Exactly. Today, we do not refer to them. It was a question of decision and a question of choices. So I think that it's important for us as believers that we cannot imagine that we will make those right choices if our minds are not fixed on clear decisions.
2: decisions. And in any
8: case, today we see that there were three paths, but I think it was the dream that gave that illustration. In mm. the end, there are only two paths in life. Yeah, exactly.
2: The path that the right is the one, narrow way. And, yeah, exactly. And the, one, and the other one, by
8: whatever definition, yeah. there might be seven of them,
2: exactly. but they will
8: all be wrong, exactly. whether to danger or to destruction. I pray that the Lord will help us, not Amen. to be random beings, mm-hmm. but to be Amen. beings who have decided that I will follow Jesus, and then every choice must conform with That decision, with, with that, bring God
2: help yeah, yeah, exactly, amen, amen, amen. Every, every choice must conform with that initial decision. And, and does this not even tell us about how error leads to error and how important for the foundation is? Because once the foundation is faulty, once that uh, initial decision has not been made to follow Jesus, no turning back, you find that. Uh, error will just be built on on error. And this is exactly what happened to uh, to formalists and hypocrisy because in the first place they did not even they did not enter through the narrow gate. So for them they they came in through shortcuts, they jumped over the wall. So uh, every time they encountered a choice like this, uh, they, they would just find themselves thinking of a shortcut to take. But the person who entered through the narrow gate uh, would be persuaded knowing that where this is how I entered, this is the resolve, the resolution I made at the start. And again, it it emphasizes the the importance of the foundation being correct, being right, being correct. And uh, if the foundation is not right, you find that uh, error will be built upon error and it will will eventually lead to to disaster. And I love, Gwiga, that you mentioned very clearly that uh, in the ultimate sense, there are only uh, two paths the path that leads to life and the path that leads to destruction. And of course, in the world we live in today, the choices are just, we have endless choices to make. In terms of the path to God, you know, so many choices. It, it, Jesus Christ who is the only way to the Father, and then you can think of Muhammad, you can think of Confucius, you can think of all the philosophies and the isms of this world, and all the religions as well. But we know, as the Holy Spirit has revealed to us through the Holy Bible, that there are just two, uh, the right path, and uh, the path that leads to death. Thank you very much for that. Any other contribution on that, on the choice of paths? The choice that uh, that confronted Christian, I think that that's a very important fact. That's the uh, the very important part of today's text. The importance of of making up our minds and saying this is where I'm going, and I've made up my mind. I'll just keep on that straight and narrow path. That narrow path. I mean, if you look at the text again, the text says that uh, that narrow path led up the hill. So it's just the same from the narrow gate. Still, you know, from the narrow gate, still narrow, and just leading up the hill, leading up the, and, and that leads us to the next. thing We should discuss why should this path lead up the hill? Why should it lead up the hill? Yes, we know it's already narrow. If it's narrow, it's, it's a difficult path already. It's narrow, so you can't. You don't even have uh, opportunity to, you know, to relax or to to do some other things. So it's so narrow. But now again, it's leading up a hill. Must it lead up a hill? So we're asking now what challenges does Christian face as he climbs the hill? How does he persevere? What does his experience teach us about the Christian? What does it teach about the Christian life? In fact, first, that this path is going up a hill. <laughs> up a hill. You know, <laughs> it's going up a hill. Okay, okay, what did he do to God? Exactly, what, what he did he do to God? Must he go <laughs> up a hill? Uh, and is that is, is that typical of the Christian life that uh, you must be ready to uh, to expect, you know, going, going off that hill? Going of that hill. Okay, uh, I-, I want to read just that part of the text again, uh, t- talking about how Christian coped while on the eel. First, he sang that song, and then that video. I-, I think John Bunya just loves to write poems as well. So he writes this beautiful song that Christian sang again. Remember, he sang a song at the foot of the cross. Now he sang this to encourage himself. And perhaps you can even reflect on this, the importance of songs and singing to the Christian life. You know, I think we all agree that in the Christian life, songs and hymns of praise and psalms, they play... Such a huge role in building up our faith. You know, you are passing through tough times, and uh, if you really know many songs, whether they be hymns, whether they be choruses, they, uh, they often come in handy uh, in tough times. Sometimes it's just only songs that you want to sing to, your, to yourself and to your spirit to encourage yourself. I
6: think it makes you think
2: deeper. Hmm. Songs. It makes you reflect more. Songs, right? Think yes. um, songs, I mean, same <laughs> Songs, yes, I'm talking about songs, Themes, mm, Yeah, that, that's true. I think it makes you think deeper. Yeah. Just reflect quietly
6: without saying anything.
2: Without saying anything. There's a particular okay.
6: hymn, hymn okay. five five nine. Okay. I don't
4: know if you
6: touch th- him now. What right. have I done to thee? Mm. It is very deep. I think it makes me think. You know, that he's giving us all, but what have
2: we Okay, doing? yeah. I give myself to thee. In my life to you, I give. What you know? What has thou given to me? I give my life for thee. What has thou given? It is a fantastic. Him. It gives me, you know, it makes That's me think so
6: much. Very, very
2: emotional for <laughs> me. It makes it to tremble. You know, that's another song that says, um, so sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. And that's not true. Sometimes uh, these songs do that. And I think we should always thank God for the inspiration behind the writing of many of these hymns. Many of them were inspired truly by the Holy Spirit. And that's why they, they continue to endure. Okay. Yeah. So, Christian, uh, now on the eel. And then look at this paragraph it says I then looked at Christian going up the hill where because of the steepness of the hill I saw he went from running to walking and from walking to crawling on his hands and knees I want to discuss I want, I want us to discuss number 1 why should that narrow path lead up a hill does it have to lead up a hill uh, is that Typical of what to expect in the Christian life, and what do we see about how Christian coped with with the difficulty in climbing that hill? How he coped? He felt from running, walking, and then crawling on his knees. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Philippians 3 14. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me every word in Christ Jesus. I press on.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: Mm. It, it reminds me of that ladder okay. that um, um, it Jacob that saw it in his dream. In his dream, yes. I saw the angels of God climbing up and down. I said that, ah, he didn't know that that was the gate of heaven. Um, it, I think it depicts the way to heaven. That mountain that he has to climb. The straight and narrow path leads mm. us to the pathway to heaven. And I believe it just depicts the road that we Christians, we pilgrims, have to go through. Mm. It's not an easy road. We should not lie. We get deceived. And um, by seeing people not... I mean, some Christians seeming not to have any issues. Mm -hmm. And we wonder why some of us are having issues, Mm -hmm. that um, something is wrong with our, our work. But really... This is the way. <laughs> um, this is these are things that we should expect. Let's mm. put it that way. Mm. Expect, and so that we are not. Um, we don't think that it's something um, strange when it's strange. happening. The word of God has already told us that we should not think it's strange
2: mm-hmm. when
7: these things well, are happening. Yeah, that's exactly. happening to everybody. Don't think it's only you that's happening to.
2: Absolutely, everyone
7: is through one thing or the other. Absolutely, no matter how. This may seem, Mm
5: -hmm.
7: you know, because not everybody shares what they're going through. You may think that you're the only one having issues, Mm -hmm. but it's not so, it's not true. People, everyone has one thing they're dealing with or the other as they are walking, because the enemy is always there, um, disturbing and distorting our views. Mm -hmm. So we have to know that these things come and it keeps us, uh, it keeps us relying on god
2: exactly you know
7: when we are left to ourselves we tend to even forget that there's god and we just live life as um, we like but when these difficulties come when this um, um well it's the heel of difficulty when they yeah. come it keeps us uh, relying on god yes and uh, dependent on him yeah
5: mm-hmm.
7: and um like I was going to add, that song, it's usually, when we sing, it's usually act, an act of worship to God. You know, it's, um connects us with him, with his, it connects our spirit with his. Yes. And we are able to commune in songs, in hymns, mm-hmm. in praises. Exactly. So, Thank you very I much. I think that's what Christian was doing there too.
2: Hmm. and then you know, just yeah, keep yeah, what pressing on, pressing. On. And I love that you mentioned that. You see, uh, this this is the path okay. that every Christian has to has to go through. I want to mention. I just him something. He really wants to say something. I'm going to invite you now. Uh, I then, want to say
6: something. Let yeah, Wants okay, to say something. Okay.
2: Please. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. I'm
6: uh, um, looking at that. Um. Um. Looking at that, you know, he said that the Christian going up the hill, mm. you know, steepness. Yeah, he went from running to walking. Yes, that means the Christian journey it doesn't get easier mm. and from walking to crawling mm-hmm. on his hands and, and knees, knees. That means that, the, yes, the, it doesn't really, you know, you don't remember when Christian was going, he dropped the body. Yeah, I think this is another phase, you know, now he knows Christ, now there's a journey. Now that, you know, the journey still continues, Yeah. you know, it's not like when you get, you know, grace, you know, when he, when he dropped the body, grace, you know, he he got to a point where he was crying, bleeds and all that. Mm. But from what I'm reading here, I think the the, the journey for a Christian is more deeper than that. Mm. It became difficult for him. He was running before, he was running. He came, he started walking. And then started crawling and crawling on his hands and knees telling us that it is getting more difficult. Exactly. But, you know, when it gets to a place, of, um, in, the hill was a pleasant album. At midway, about midway, to the top of the hill was a mm. pleasant album. Exactly. There's always succor. So cool. There's always a way God, you know, succor. So cool. God exactly. always makes opens a window for you to breathe. Exactly. And then I'm know? Are going to I'm gonna jump. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> you know, and I'm going to jump to um the place where he, you, you know, he, 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 re- he refreshed himself
2: again. With a school where he fell. We're going to get to that place shortly.
3: Okay. Okay, <laughs> but,
2: but, okay. But, but, right. but, but really, I, I love the fact that you emphasize that so, you know that and I, I was looking forward to somebody emphasizing that that sometimes it will take walking, sometimes crawling, sometimes crawling on hand and feet. You know what what uh, popular wisdom says popular wisdom says even not about Christian say look in, in the of life you face difficulty, uh sometimes you may have to run, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, you know, crawl. But what but what you must not do is to stop. Is to stop, and and that's the lesson as well. Act fourteen twenty two. That was a that was a uh, that, that was an account in Act fourteen twenty two. And then look, who wrote our act? Then wrote there saying that threatening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. It, it said to them. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. If you read the King James version, it says that we must pass through much tribulation to enter the kingdom of God. Every Christian knows that, and we, and we can't, uh, you can't. Uh, but, but after this, I'm going to ask us what sort of tribulation really uh, is the Bible talking about? Uh, brother, do you want to say something? You you signify, the Yes, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead.
9: Yeah. So, um, the question first is why. Should the narrow gate lead to the hill? Up the hill, yeah. Why? Now, we must understand that salvation, when a man comes to Jesus, Mm. is not an end. It is a means to an end.
2: Okay, not an end in itself.
9: It is is more like an admission. It is, salvation is a gate itself Mm. that, you know, makes you assess a journey. Now, it is not an end. And hence, we must know that on this journey, there are hills.
5: Mm-hmm.
9: Hills are, you know, they are in three words, trial, temptation, and persecution. We will face them. Mm. Just like you know, asking the question, why must the narrow gate lead to the inn? Is like saying, why should admission lead to, you know, A a student being tested Tested. and given
2: examination,
9: yeah, it's just like that. So, if a student gain admission and is only gallivanting and rejoicing, that he should understand that he has to prove he has to prove the before he can be awarded certificate. Mm. Of being tested in character and in learning, there are phases, there are stages, there are tests, there are rigors. He or she will pass through. Yes. So, and that is the the heel there. Hmm. We are, Christianity or salvation brings us to prove. Because, well, in my little experience, you know, when you have a a baby Christian, it looks as if everything just looks glamorous, everything looks good. Before he or she prays one or two prayer points, everyone is open to, before he or she sings one little song especially when you are just baptized in the Holy Ghost, before you say one or two things, you are already blasting in tongues and all of those things. But a time will, there, there will be seasons, there will be time that it looks as if, come on, is God not hearing, can't God hear me any longer? Mm-hmm. We, we see pastors who pray, who, who are who pray for people, and the issue they pray for people on, they themselves, their immediate family, or they themselves as individuals, they are having that, those, that issue is important. Mm. Somebody who prays for members of the church to, to have fruit of womb and his wife at home is barren. Mm. Now, it, it, it looks as if God, this is not the contract we signed. God, I pray for this, and you answer me at once. Why this time? Now it will not require. That is where Christian. The Scripture says that he kept on the journey, even if it it will not be at the same pace. Pace, yeah. It with running, then to walking, then to crawling mm-hmm. on his hands and knees. Mm-hmm. The issue is not the pace, but the fact that you are still on the on the on the on the track. You know, when a man is running a race. You can be on a race and you are not on the track, you will still miss the medal. True. So Christian kept on the track, he kept running, he kept it doesn't matter the pace, but on this journey, and what thing that that helps him is the fact I, I perceive that Christian at the beginning to the end of his journey, he kept singing, I've got my mind made up mm-hmm. that I won't come <laughs> back. Because I because I want to see my Jesus, Jesus.
2: someday. Exactly. Someday. So so the picture of the celestial city of, of seeing his savior firmly fixed exactly. in his mind.
9: That is that is what kept him on the journey. Even if we it, it we take him to crawl, mm. the the end, and that is why I started by saying that salvation is not an end in itself, it is a means to an end. Mm. So the goal is what kept him on that journey. Either he's tried, he's tempted, or persecuted. All of those things matter less to him. Exactly. The glory
2: ahead. Exactly. So, and so, that
9: should be the same thing for believers. It doesn't matter what you're passing through the challenges in finance, in whatever. The joy of eternity should keep you on this track. Yeah. and not look for alternative to Jesus. Yeah,
2: yeah. thank you so very much, Brashim. So, uh, reminding us again of the three tenses uh, for our salvation that you, you recall that we emphasized the other day, that we have been saved, we are being saved, and we will be saved. So, now, right now, many of all of us who are pilgrims, who have received Jesus Christ, we are being saved. And being saved means, you know, are being delivered from something at every point in time. Uh, Laosh, you want to say something, right?
4: Um, yes thank you uh, just to add that the pilgrim mm. who will get into the kingdom of heaven yes would get there and appear like an ornament mm. like a jewel
2: like a jewel the yeah. jewel
4: itself must have gone through a refiner's fire mm. before it becomes a fine product mm. and i believe we were depicted as such in the book of Revelation. yes yes now yes. you asked if what? Uh, why, why is the narrow road going upwards mm. let's assume huh, that it was going downwards it's a roller coaster yeah it's not going to stop anybody everybody just goes there with whatever baggage You just keep rolling into it mm. but we want to see who is who is that tested jewel that's good that was going to get there mm. let's not forget um a song we used to sing it's not an easy road. We are exactly. passing through heaven exactly. for many other thoughts on the way. way. So I believe it's going upwards. It's becoming more and more challenging. It's Even if you're flying the airplane today and you're climbing, you know that at that point, even the pilot makes everybody sit down, we are climbing. It's a tough thing. Mm. Who is going to have that zeal to hold on to get to the top mm. to where... I believe that was the challenge with Christian, and that's the challenge we all face today exactly. with all the tribulations around us. Exactly.
2: Thank you so very much. I mean, thank you for for that analogy. And that same song, uh, Tutu just wrote it in the chat room as well. It's not an easy road. We are traveling to heaven. And she says the journey calls for determination, not for the faint-hearted. Also here on WhatsApp. Uh, thank you, Ma, for joining us again. She is the there, Philippians 4.13 and encouraging ourselves in His Word. Everyone must pass through stages, just as we have physical growth in stages in life. Also from our dear uh, brother or sister with this U.S. number, saying here, anyone in this world, man or woman, irrespective of whether a Christian or not, faces troubles. The difference is that having the Holy Spirit directs us in making the right choices. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, brother Femi. Yeah.
8: You you know at this point I I must now yield to the temptation to sing this. I know you I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> so I will I will yield to that temptation now. It's a good temptation. Now the song is the song goes thus: says, tempted and tried, we mm-hmm. oft need to wonder why it should be thus all that day long. Mm-hmm. While there are others living about us, never molested, though in the
2: wrong, father long,
8: father our long will know all about it. Father our long will. Understand why. Clear up, my brother. Live in the sunshine. We'll understand it all by and by.
2: Exactly. Father along. F A R T H A R. Father along. We'll understand. Yeah, go ahead.
8: So. Having uh, sung the song, the point that I then want to add briefly is that when we look through the pages of scripture, we then understand the purpose of going up the hill, Mm. or as Laulu said, going down the valley, whatever the variant of the testing that we shall face. So I will refer us to James chapter 1, verse 3. Mm. Where the Bible says, let patience have a perfect work in you. Mm. I think verse 3 or 4. It says, let patience have a perfect work in you. That you may be complete and entire, lacking nothing. And in that James, it was talking about patience in tribulation. Meaning that when we are patient in tribulation, just like um, Laulu said, God is working out something. That will take time. And there is no need to hurry. As a matter of fact, if he loves you, whether you cry or you laugh Mm -hmm. or you shout or you sing, that is your business, the whole process of making you will proceed because he loves you so passionately. And it will be a process of making you perfect and lacking nothing. The other scripture is in Romans chapter 5 from verse 3 to verse 5. The Bible says, but we glory in our tribulations also. Mm-hmm. For we know that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, yes. but the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. I need to express this in this way because there are only three basic components the christian life in its most fundamental nature love faith and hope now it's critical to realize that although the greatest of all of the three is love love. it is the foundation of it because god is love and we come to him by faith but the journey will be taken by hope it is important that hope must be produced exactly and it is now strange that the hope we need is only produced in the furnace of tribulation. He says, What tribulation does is that it makes a man patient. What patience does is that it makes a man experienced. What experience does is that it generates hope. It is this hope that will take the man through the final lap. And finally, the Bible tells us that we are not of them that return unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Mm -hmm. When a man loses hope, he will no longer see the salvation future, and so he may be tempted to actually return unto perdition. Central to the making of hope is the furnace of testing. A point that I need to then add to that is that contrary to our view, that crawling is slower than running Mm. that is not the mathematics of the spirit Mm. there is a time when crawling is faster than running and god knows the mobility variant that a man needs every inch of that journey. and when you can no longer crawl and when you can no longer even sneak there is a pleasant harbor which is only the half-time rule after that there is still further training that the man of God may be complete and entire,
2: exactly. lacking
8: nothing. I pray God will help us
2: amen amen thank you very much doc for that exactly so hope hope is important and and I do pray that uh, if any one of us is today passing through uh, a challenging period climbing the hill difficulty let such a one uh, be encouraged by by this the reality that indeed uh, the years of salvation through much tribulation must follow their Lord but then hope must have hope that there is uh, that is not just light at the end of the tunnel deliverance is promised doc I'm so Surprised that you've not cited Second Corinthians four eight today. That's one of your uh, favorite favorite scriptures. <laughs> exactly, because the truth is that I'm, we found
8: that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we, we find ourselves every time that indeed we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed on uh, every side not yeah, crushed, perplexed mm. but not in despair every time and you see I, 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 in those and expressions not forsaken, for, for forsaken struck down but not destroyed. not destroyed exactly so you see you see uh you see yeah. Christian uh, walking and then and then crawling is that uh, that's because of somebody who is hard pressed on every side but it's not crushed he keeps moving perplexed. Confused, but not in despair. Because there is hope, which you mentioned, there is hope. The hope uh, must never die. It must never die. There is hope that, there is, that salvation is assured. And as long as we have hope, we continue uh, in a lot, We continue to move forward. Thank you, uh, mommy Okubo, you joining us again today. This is what she has written in the chat room, uh, saying that hope here by itself indicates a task or challenge ahead. In other words, living as a Christian is not a tea party. This also already prepares our mind in That in this world we face challenges but we are to cheer up for he already overcomes on our behalf Again, the hope again. And then she continues saying hope here requires extra effort to maintain the normal standard. Hmm. Hence at this stage we may not be able to go at the pace we were going before but we need to continually look unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith to sustain and see us through. What helps our perseverance is the hope of eternal life if we keep the faith to the end. Realizing that it profits us nothing if we lose faith and gain worldly satisfaction. Hmm. Thank you so very much, ma. Putting it all together, all together in that, uh, in that contribution. God bless you, real good, ma. Oh, and thank you all for this wonderful contribution. And I'm so sure that this is, this, I mean, this, is, this has encouraged me. I'm sure it's encouraging all of us as well. Now, you know, midpoint, we read that uh, Christian came to the Arbor. What does the Arbor symbol? What does it uh, symbolize? How does it help Christian to continue in his journey? What does the Arbor symbolize? And what, how does it help Christian to continue in his journey? Here yeah, he says, uh, he went from running to walking and from walking to crawling on his hands and knees. Now, about midway to the top of the hill was a pleasant arbor, pleasant arbor made by the Lord of the hill for the refreshment of weary travelers. When Critan arrived there, he sat down to rest. He then pulled the scroll out of his bosom and read to his comfort. He also began to examine the garment that was given him while at the cross the pleasant harbour what does it symbolize and uh, should we be thankful uh to the Lord of the eel for providing that uh that that pleasant harbour for us what does it symbolize that pleasant harbour uh, that Christian came to midway of the eel midway of the eel
8: all the way. The Savior
2: leads me. What have I? Shares
8: each one. path I The path I tread. The exactly. path for every for trial. Every trial fits me with the, the living breath oh, all my
2: weary steps oh, may falter, my, oh, my weary
8: steps may fall and may I add and my soul
2: and thirst may be gushing from the well before me
8: gushing from oh, live
3: the
2: well before me low before a spring of be. joy I see hallelujah oh,
3: Spring of joy. I see. I see. Gushing no. from the rock before me. The rock before me. Low spring of joy. I
8: see.
2: In fact, before you go on, I, I, I think we're going to change our closing name to that. I'm going to put it, to put it on and then we can all sing it all the way. My savior leads me. Yeah, go ahead. We
8: there is no other word. I've finished my own. <laughs>
2: exactly. The, that's the because we must be <laughs> assured that, you know, uh, as we go on the path, you see, though my, though my what? Though my, though my, my steps weary steps may falter, may falter. Uh, my soul at last may be, I may become thirsty, may my be. steps may become weary, but gushing from the world before me. Gushing from the world before me, lo, a spring of joy! I see, of and, joy, and, I see. And, and and there is the assurance of that for the Christian. There is the assurance of that uh, that uh, no matter how tough it has become. Uh, Psalm twenty-two, Psalm twenty-three, verse two. It makes me lie down in green pastures. It leads me beside the beside quiet ah. waters. It refreshes my soul. and and Matthew 11, 28 which you all know so well, come Mm -hmm. to me all you who are weary and burdened I will give you rest, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light, so I mean that's the invitation, anybody who is climbing up the hill and we are always climbing up the hill anybody who is not climbing up the hill in the Christian faith should, you know, examine himself or herself and ask, am I still in the faith but we can be sure that that is always that invitation, come to me, I will give you rest, and uh, the Lord will always refresh us, gushing from the world before me, Lord spring of joy. I see, I see. Thank you very much. And then soon after that, uh, we find Christian, uh, okay, uh, very quickly, you know, while Christian was there refreshing himself, he, he took out that scroll and was reading it. He was reading it, you know, uh, that somebody who uh, have not gone through so much troubles, uh, then he, uh, is wise enough and led by the Holy Spirit to read through the, uh, to reflect on the assurance of his salvation, meaning that, ah, although things are so tough now, let me read this assurance again. And he reads of that assurance and then he must be quickening in his mind that, oh, I will. I will definitely survive. This will not destroy me. I'm, I'm not going to be crushed by these difficulties. I'm going to survive it all. Again, he looked at his garment. Again, uh, this is the garment given to me by, uh, by my Lord and Savior. Nothing, uh, nothing will crush me, and that's so important. But then he fell asleep at the elbow. It was the- uh,
8: be- before then. Before then, brother, me. Yeah. I-, I was going to say a little thing, uh, at that point mm. about the garment. Yeah. So one thing that helps the Christian to go uh, uh, to go ahead mm. is when he takes his eyes away from the hill to the Lord. Now, if you do not take your eyes away from the difficulty of your journey and you, are, you don't look at the scroll and the righteousness, you know that garment is the righteousness of
2: Christ. Christ yes.
8: You know, when, 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 when David could not look at God and was looking at men and the difficulties around him, he said, I said in my haste, all men
2: are mm, liars. Elias, yeah.
8: But Paul, who had seen Jesus afresh, he said in Romans 3, 4, he said, Let all men be liars, but let God
2: be mm-hmm, true.
8: When you are looking at the righteousness of Christ, everything is in a different light and so the song that comes to mind is in yoruba i don't know the english but forgive me he says and i will sing one of the second or th- maybe the second or third verse because i don't know the order but the first verse is not the one i'm interested in it's the second verse he says mm. Mm. As timi lay go yeah to me, Pada, Oreo Titani, go Ah, my Jesus came my woe, Jule came Ni calling ni Neil now i want to see jesus yeah not only that i want to gaze upon, upon him his... was that not what david was saying in psalm 27 verse 4 he said one thing have i desired that will i seek after that i may dwell in the house of the lord yeah. all the days of my life to behold His beauty and to inquire mm. in his temple he Said, for in the time of trouble, he will hide me in his in, in his in his tabernacle. tabernacle yeah. In the secret of his of presence, will he hide me? He will set my foot upon the rock. He says, and I will be taller than my enemies. I'll be raised above my enemies. Now, this is what happens to a man who is able to focus on the Lord and not on his troubles. Beloved, I'm praying for each one of us tonight that we will be able to enter into this frame of mind. It is a frame of mind. Romans 12:2 says be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. It is the word of God that transforms us, that mm-hmm. renews our minds, that keeps our focus clear and constant upon the righteousness of Christ. The God will not lie, and the righteousness that trumps all our own unrighteousness. Do you not know that sometimes when we go through trials, the enemy sponsors the agenda that maybe it's because we have committed sin and that we have been so wrong and offended god that's why we are going through trials mm. if we are able to take our eyes away from ourselves and we look at the righteousness of the one who saved us and saves us we will be able to say even if i have sinned i come to a father who is merciful and gracious slow to anger and plenteous in mercy you have already defeated the argument of the enemy. Yes. You see, so it is a serious matter to gaze upon the righteousness of Christ and nothing else. I can tell you stories of the things that I have passed through. that the only thing that sustained me was just to believe God. Nothing more. Not that the problem left. No, the problem did not leave. It was tough. I mean, by the time I was 33 years old, I thought I was dying. I was practically dying. The doctor told me that sudden death was the prognosis of my condition. Mm. They told me I had to go to India for electrophysiological studies. They considered that I might need a pacemaker. I would wake up in the morning, I would not be able to get out of bed. My son was setting at dawn, I tell you. Mm. Because that was the year I became a consultant. Mm. When I should have started enjoying life was when I was going down. But I just looked at God who told me that he only was calling my attention and I should focus on it. That was all. Exactly. It was not that I became stronger. I could only go up the stairs in my office. I would get to the landing, and I would be panting as if I was running. There were days I would be invited to preach, and I would be sweating as if they poured water on me. I know the brother would have felt, ah, anointed, but this not true. <laughs> I was so exhausted because my heart was taking a beating. Yes, mm. that's what they would have thought, that, ah, this brother is vibrating, anointed. No, 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 I was sick, but I kept preaching. I was on my knees, but I kept moving. Because I knew that the one who had promised would not lie. Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the Son of Man that is spent on what he has said. Those were the things he was seeing in the scroll. And the garment that he was examining, a God that will not lie. righteous and all his ways are just. Yeah. How many things can I say? It took almost four years before I became well enough. Well enough to say, okay, maybe I will not die again. And I'm in my mid-forties mid- now. By the grace of God. He, I'm not dying soon, but it's great. He took God to take me through that patch. What can I tell you about mm-hmm. when we had our, our, our own, our, the only boy we have? We have three children. By mm-hmm. They diagnosed the congenital malformation, and we had to be taken into pediatric surgery, thinking we'll go through series of surgery. But one day, as I knelt by my bed, I said, Lord, can you give me a word? I don't know what to come out of it. I was praying on the grounds of a hospital, waiting for the doctors to give me their verdict said, Lord, can you give me a word? And God said, by him all things were made. And I told God, I need a word relevant to healing. He said, calm down. That one is relevant too. Mm. If by him all things were made, then this boy was made by him too. Exactly. And if there's anything wrong with him, he will remake him. As we kept taking that boy to Shagam to see the pediatric surgeon, I tell you, I kid you not. The boy that was supposed to go through surgery did not need a single scalpel touch on his skin. He was fully recovered and is almost 15 now by the grace of God. No Hallelujah. surgery. Now, the point I'm making is that when I got to that hill and I was climbing up, the hill never disappeared. And when I thought I could run further, I was broken down to my knees. Mm. I kept moving by his grace. But what helped was that I gazed upon the words of this crew yeah. and on the garment of him who was faithful. Not yeah. my own garment. Mm-hmm. What will my garment do there?
3: Exactly. When the
8: yeah. devil would have told me the days I did not pray well the days i did not uh, fast enough yeah. the days i did not do well enough but i took my eyes away from all of that and i looked at the garment of him who had promised how many more can i tell you too many to Hallelujah. show that when we are in that patch mm. it is not the quickness of getting out of it but our capacity to look at this scroll mm. and then to gaze upon the rope the righteousness that was gifted not not the righteousness we think we have within Ourselves,
2: yeah, I pray God will help us. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Brother, for sharing those testimonies, and and uh, I mean, I mean, testimonies. Serve so to encourage our faith, and I mean, who knows what uh, someone out there is passing through right now? So let us, let us take comfort uh, from that. that Psalm thirty-four: I will bless the Lord at all times; His spirit shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Uh, meaning that when we when we testify to the greatness of God, you see, those who are distressed, uh, we then take comfort uh, from the same comfort with which we ourselves have been comforted. Uh, that in way, is the same. The, the title of that in the English rather, is, Oh, I want to see him. That's the English. Oh, I want to see him. And the refrain, ah, Oh, I want to see him. Look upon his face, there to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice all past, home at last, mm. ever to rejoice. And what you have emphasized you, yeah. there is to look upon his face, gaze upon his face. You know, read through that scroll again, the assurance of your salvation. Look at that garment again, gaze upon his face, and from him, it is only from him that we can draw strength, and not from ourselves. And of course, as you have mentioned, the devil will keep reminding reminding us of all our failings, all our all, all our shortcomings. But if we gaze upon the righteousness of Christ and and the faithfulness of Him who has called us, uh, then we keep moving on. Thank you so very much. We also have this uh, from WhatsApp. Uh, thank you for pointing us to this. Job thirteen fifteen. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Job, though he slay me yet will I trust and indeed that should be the Christian uh, a Christian's mantra I uh, because you know that his thoughts towards you are thoughts of good though he appears to be slaying you really you see uh, the, exactly the trust must be must be in him, uh, you know, that hymn that says, Uh, behind the frowning providence, he hides his smiling face. Uh, the Yoruba says, <laughs> You see, it's those, so things happen to us, and we think, Oh, God is cross with me, everything is against me. But you know, uh, a loving father, a loving father, through much tribulation, through thick and thin, it takes us, but uh, we can be sure that behind the frowning providence, even when he makes us, uh, another hymn says, He does not make his children weep for nothing. If he makes you weep, it is for a purpose, and you must trust his goodness. We must trust his wisdom. Indeed, we must trust his goodness and his wisdom and his love. But then, Christian fell asleep. Let's move on. So, okay. Christian fell asleep at the elbow. Uh, what does that tell us? It's a time of spiritual dryness and temptation. What can we learn from that? You know, somebody who has been walking, who has been crawling, uh, and he was, and he only sat down a bit just to refresh himself and think. But then he slept off. And while he was sleeping off, the scroll fell off from his uh, from his hand he slept off. So uh, what can we learn from that experience of Christian right there uh, sleeping off at the elbow? Uh, would we say, well, uh, this man has been running, has been crawling, uh, can't he just take a break and let, I mean, you okay. want to say something?
7: Yes, uh, it just makes me remember these are him. Okay.
2: Christian seeking not repose. Exactly. seek not yet Kristen, repose. mighty was was hmm. Sincerely,
7: that's. I think that's just the summary because these are journey. It to take us crawling, it's to take us walking, and all everything Christian mm-hmm. has experienced. Mm-hmm. And yes, retreat is very okay because. When he got to that place, he needed to retreat. There yeah. are times that okay, we need to retreat, but then while we are retreating, it's not the time for us to sleep. Mm. It just this the image, is just the summary Christian seek,
2: seek not, not, you, repose. Seek, seek not yes, yet sir. repose. Exactly, Christians seek not yet repose. hear thy guardian angels say, "You are in the midst of foes, Watch and pray. It's not yet time to sleep. <laughs> Uh-huh. and of course you know the sleeping air is not the physical uh, sleep that we all need to refresh our physical body say that no, that's that not that taking a break from the Christian race right that's not that you say well I've, I've been praying all all, all all year let me just have a week of praying and reading the Bible let me have a week of uh, let me a, a week of you know and uh, not not doing all the things that we serve not to do I mean just three days just two days and then and then we get back on the journey.
8: I, I have been faithful since since january let me be unfaithful in august. you
2: know you know in august yeah august is summer time let me just you know let me catch a break and then uh september september we will resume we resume again and start and start on the journey again uh, it, oh, uh sister, that that him you mentioned i mean uh so very robust him uh, and one part of it says that uh it says principalities and powers mustering their unseen array They are waiting for your unguided house. Watch and pray. Mm. And that's true. Wait, mm. wait for thine unguided house. Watch and pray. Watch then it says watch as pray. if on that alone on the issue of the day. Watch as if on that alone, on Is. that alone, like everything hangs on it. And, and that's so true. Everything hangs on being watchful. Our Lord himself said watch and pray so that you do not fall into, into temptation. So, uh, is it the good news or the bad news, folks? There is no, there is no rest. There is no taking a holiday in the Christian work. We have to be at it, at it. And we, what can be sure of is that help will be sent to us. Help will be sent to us every step, every step of the way. And so uh, that voice again, somebody woke him up. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Christian fell asleep, but then somebody tapped him. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Go to the ant. Now, as he was sleeping, one came and awakened him, saying, Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider our ways and be wise. With that, Christian suddenly jumped up and hurried on his way until he came to the top of the. What does this say about us being attentive to the Holy Spirit? You know? Because there are some people that even they will be shaking and say, Wake up, wake up. They won't wake up still. Uh, or they won't listen, they won't hear the voice. <laughs> exactly. The only script oh, saying, Go to the ant, use logger. I mean, and the comparison with the ant here, uh, what does he say? Uh, the ant industrious. In the time that the ant ought to walk, the ant would walk. That's what he's saying. Uh, so that verse was saying to him, Look, this is not the time to sleep. The ant will not sleep at the time that he should be walking. He'll be preparing for summer, He'll be preparing for when he won't be able to walk. So, uh, but uh, at this point, Christian was only halfway halfway up the hill. It was not yet at the top, so why would you stop? Uh, You can refresh yourself, but why would you sleep? Sluggard, stand up. And maybe the Holy Spirit is saying that to some of us as well right now and saying, well, you know, as the Lord said to Israelite, you have stayed on this mountain for so long. Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Mm. Indeed. And I do pray that we all hear his voice. That we hear his voice, that we listen very carefully to the Holy Spirit, which is very important. Listening very carefully to the Holy Spirit, and never, uh, never take take him for granted. Uh, if we do, if we truly listen, we are going to hear him speak to us. That's the uh, that's one of something that we can be sure of, that if we listen, it will never leave us alone. Uh, even when we are slacking off, the Holy Spirit will immediately, immediately wake wake us up, wake us up. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little slumber, a little sleep, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty come on you like a thief. Again, Ephesians 5:14. This is why it is said, "Wake up, sleeper! Rise from the dead!" And Christ, will shine, we shine on you. Hmm. We give God the glory for this uh, for this wonderful study. A-a-any, any any taken points from anyone? Any any take-home points, any other thing that you want to mention, or what is uh, the point you are taking home that stands out from you in this text? So this is open to everybody on WhatsApp. You can join us on WhatsApp or here from the virtual studio. Something you want to emphasize again, or something that you uh, want to comment to us again from this from this text. Okay, thank you very much. I want us to also sing that song. Oh, brother, okay, yeah, go ahead, we uh,
8: Yeah, brother me before we sing, I just I just want all of us on the platform, you know, to, to introspect over the matter of falling nas, hmm. or 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 some of yeah. I think the more they uh, okay. Was something
2: okay. You because can, sometimes we are breaking up. Be okay, honest, okay, okay, it's better now. Go, go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, it's better now. Go ahead. Hello.
8: Yeah, we can hear you. Yes. Now. That sometimes we are. Sometimes we are not aware. Mm. Do you know that Peter was not aware? He was not aware of how how, how far he had slept. Mm. And the Savior was saying to him. He said, the devil wants to have you and to sift you as wheat. He says, but I have prayed for you. When you are converted, strengthen your brethren also. I just want us, as we spend time in prayer tonight and as we go on our study, to ask the Lord to wake us up himself. Exactly. As this man, the Christian, was woken up by another. We, When we are slumbering up, sometimes we can't even wake ourselves up. We are saying, oh God, I do not even know where I am beginning to go to slumber. Please help me. Lord, walk upon my life, even Mm. where I'm asleep. Wake me up, oh God. I don't want us to leave that point as if it is just a decent conclusion to a chapter. But rather, a point of meditation for each one of us. That it is not so much the sleep that we are aware of. But the sleep that we are not aware of, that God Himself can see, that we intervene, a divine intervention is required so that we will not fall away into a deep sleep, wherein something really terrible mm-hmm. may happen to us. Mm-hmm. The scroll fell out of His hand. That was what really struck me. Yeah. I said, Ah. In fact, when I got to that point, the song that came to my heart was this it's an old yoruba song that people tend to sing they sing it in my church i i attend the church where we speak with in languages and it says uh, people will sing it say, <laughs> bolore will. O bolore bolore will. Ah, that was what as i read the chapter this afternoon, that was what that was what came upon my heart he said how can a man sleep on this crow? precious Mm. Will fall off his hand. Yeah, exactly. He didn't know. He was not aware. Exactly. Lord, please help us. Where mm. we are, smart, we are not aware, we, are wake us up. we We are not there where we can say like Peter, I will run, I will not do this, I will not disappoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Lord, please help us. This is what we uh, are bringing up to you. I pray God we are us in Jesus
2: name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very much for emphasizing that, and please let us hold on to that. That is absolutely, absolutely important. Absolutely important that we do not sleep off when we should be wide awake, and again that we do not lose, you know, the precious gifts and opportunities and the promises that He has given us. Uh, Sister, when you leave, we are going to say our closing prayer, and please make that one of the prayer points. As we close, thank you, Brashile saying that my take-home is that there is no holiday on this journey. Uh, that's the take-home point for Brash. Thank you very much. That's so true. There is no holiday on this journey. I mean, we are going to have eternity, you know, to rest and to and to and to dwell in peace and safety before our Lord. But it is not. It is not yet. Uh, from Tutu so I would say my take home is to stay on track, whether running, walking, or crawling, and never to get so comfortable as to forget the destination. That's correct. Thank you so very much. All the way, my savior leads me. We don't have this on the program, so if you are gospelbestudio.com, just do a, a Google search for "All the Way, My Savior Leads Me." I say I that. Um, I'm on my still trying to write some. Please keep writing it. After this song, we are going to read uh, your comments as well. "All the way, my savior leads me." Let's sing it together. If you don't know it, just read the words and try to learn it afterwards. I can share the, I can share some, uh, some YouTube links with you for that song. "All the way." Uh, my savior leads me okay i'll I'll put it up on the on the screen for every for those of us in the virtual studio all the way my savior leads me if you're at gospelbestudio.com i can't put it there right just do a google search for the aim all the way my savior leads me and let's sing it together
3: To ask beside, can I doubt his tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? Every peace divine has comfort, here by faith in him to dwell. For I know what have before. Yes, each winding path I tread gives me grace for every trial, feeds me with the living bread. Though my weary steps may falter and my soul at last may be. Gushing from the rock before me low a spring of joy I see Gushing from the rock before me Lo, a spring of joy I see All the way, my Savior Oh, the fullness of His love, perfect rest to me promise in my Father's house above. When my spirit.
2: I do pray. I, I, I'm very sure that by the grace of God, at the end, we all look back in heaven and say, Wow, yes, Jesus led me all the way in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So, yes, please pray for us. Since I just left, maybe she got a call that three hour of the call. So, Sessa, please say the closing prayer. Please, can you remember, remind me of the um, prayer point you
6: wanted
2: us to um, that the Lord will except- keep us awake? will keep us awake and his Holy Spirit will always not just wake us up, push us and not allow us to sleep off and not to lose the precious things he has committed into our hands. Just one moment I want to read this from Omu Kubuja who has written here saying, I think Christian falling asleep means a moment of relief from our challenges. It is somebody who has been praying for a job, fasting, now finds the job so occupying that he does not have time again for fellowship activities. That's so true. And we tend to relax from our spiritual endeavors as if we have arrived, achieved. Whereas, as it was said, the enemy is watching out for our unguided hour, which portends danger to us. May God deliver us in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Okay. Okay, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father,
6: we thank you for a time as this. We thank you for bringing us together to learn at your feet. Father, Lord, God, may all that we have read and learn today, O oh Lord God, be part of us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. As the text that we have read says, Oh Lord God, that we should not slumber because it is written in Proverbs that a little slumber and a mm-hmm. little sleep and then enemy will come calling. Father, Lord God, we pray, O oh Lord God, that we will not sleep, we will not lose our faith, O oh Lord. Walk Amen. In this journey, Amen. you will keep us, oh Lord God, alive, oh Lord God, and ready, oh Lord God, Amen. for your for your coming in the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. our Lord and our God. We promise, oh Lord God, the head, the um, the, the leader of this um of gospel you into your hands, and we pray, oh Lord God, that the grace, oh Lord God, shall continually be upon him in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, Lord God, we just want to say thank you. Thank we you, give Lord. you all glory. We exalt you because you alone are God. Mm-hmm. Father, Lord God, we thank you for every lesson, oh Lord God. We will not be slothful, oh Lord God. We will Amen. not be lazy, oh Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus.
5: Amen. Father,
6: Lord God, we pray, oh Lord God, that every lesson learned here, oh Lord God, we shall take it and we shall them in the mighty name of jesus amen for in
2: the mighty name of jesus christ we have breed amen. amen amen thank you also very much thank you god bless you uh, tutu thank you Domi, thank you Starfumbi, god bless you lady thank you Laosh. thank you rashio thank you and Sir MC, thank you so much sister b Thank you so very much, and everybody that gospelblesseddotdotdotcom, uh, Bomi and those who have, as uh, many people have not reached out to us, but we know you are there. You can see the numbers. Thank you so very much, and God bless you all. Very really good. I'm going to play that song again all the way. My Savior leads me. What have I to ask beside? Because as long as the one leading, I can be sure that look, I have, I have no question to ask really, because it's the one, is uh, the one who is leading all the way. My Savior leads me.